Welcome to I'm a Talk About It. I'm Alicia E., empowerment coach and ancestral healer, and I'm here to teach you how to break generational cycles, self-advocate, and ascend to happiness without the guilt of wanting a better life for yourself. You don't have to choose the same path as those before you. You can choose a better way, your way. Because if we can each heal ourselves today, we can heal the world tomorrow together. So hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I have my lovely friend, Emily, here. Um, If you hear us giggling randomly throughout the podcast, it's just we have some amazing projects that are coming to fruition right now, and we're a little distracted, but we wanted to speak to you all and share our journeys as entrepreneurs and what that has looked like for us and how we've really utilized our own spirituality to catapult ourselves into the future, but also manifest our like <laughs> wildest dreams at the same time. So thank you so much for joining today, Emily. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for, you know, allowing me to come on here and, you know, giving space to these stories first off. (laughs) Um, and yeah, uh, you want me to just jump on? Yeah. You can just tell folks who you are, (laughs) what you do, your likes, your dislikes, (laughs) (laughs) all the good stuff. Juicy, juicy details. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am an owner of Bookstand Publishing, which is a self-publishing platform. We kind of work as the like middle guy between getting like having your book written and getting it actually published. So we kind of, it can be a very confusing, overwhelming process for a lot of people. So our job is essentially to eliminate that confusion. You come to us with like a manuscript that you've, you know, poured your heart and soul into and we handle the details so we'll format the interior we'll design a cover for you we'll get it uploaded into our platform we use ingram which is the largest wholesale distributor to not only uh distribute your books but they are the printer as well so we use them as our uh our company that gets your book on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, as well as potentially like third-party international retailers as well. Um, So we just kind of help make the system easier. Mm. Uh, And I stumbled into that. I didn't, (laughs) I really actually never saw myself as owning my own business. Um, I have a master's degree in international marketing. I got my bachelor's in international relations and global studies. And when I graduated um, from my undergrad, I ended up, uh, it was during the recession and nobody knew what the fuck my degree meant. So nobody (laughs) heard me. (laughs) Um, And I went through a really like, I was super depressed during that time. Like it was really hard because you know, I thought I was going to like become independent and I ended up moving back home and living with my parents. And that was really challenging after having my independence in college. That was a really tough transition and then not being able to get, you know, a job as well, just added on. And so I decided I was like, well, I'm going to go back to school and towards I'm actually going to back up because part of my journey is that I (laughs) actually listened to myself in college. 
Yeah. Um, because I hated my major. Like I mm. thought when I first, I came in undecided and then I ended up, I was in the honors dorm and I ended up with a bunch of people who were in the, that program. And I was like, that is so cool. They're learning about all these cultures and the diff, like the world and they get to study yeah. abroad as part of their program. And I was like, that's amazing. Like I, that sounds so good. And then <laughs> I got into it and they weren't my people and yeah. I knew they weren't my people. And yet I was in that phase of like, I made a decision and I have to stick with it. And mm-hmm. I can't change my mind because that's failing And that part of that's been part of my journey is that it also, I think I was punishing myself. Like there's feeling, I realized that that decision was like a masochistic choice that I did that just punished myself. It didn't hurt anybody else. It was just that that hurt. And for whatever reason, at the time, I didn't understand that that's what I was doing, but I stuck right. with it. And towards the end of college, I kind of realized that marketing was something I was really interested in because mm-hmm. it blends the study of people and creativity and science all together. And yeah. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, that's like, <laughs> why did I do that? And I was like, instead of this, this entire like, it was bad. I don't even know that, like I told you this, but we, I, when I studied abroad, I ended up in a very abusive, um, like host mom and she was very verbally abusive and it, you know, saying that I was like stupid and I was fat and that I wasn't like, I couldn't, like, I was bad at speaking Spanish and, we lived in actually like one of the worst neighborhoods. I went, I studied abroad in Buenos Aires and I actually mm. was like one of the worst neighborhoods, like taxi cabs would be like, Oh, why do you live there? Like that's, you shouldn't live there. And like, I actually had yeah. some that like wouldn't take us there. So it ended up, I had a string of like really bad experiences there, mm. some highlights, but a lot of like, I came back and was just very dejected and it was like, like just another like thing and did that shake me enough to be like you know what like change like I know you're in yeah. your but like change and I was like nope just <laughs> on, <keep> going. <laughs> like, so no, I need to look at the flag it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and I so I graduated hit the recession couldn't get a job so I go back to school and applied to a program that was uh, to get my master's in international marketing. And in between that, I actually ended up landing like an internship on a film set. And that was incredible. And I really enjoyed it. And I, the people that I ended up connecting with were incredible. And they brought me on for a second film that they did before I was going back to school. So mm-hmm. I worked on a couple of sets as a um, assistant prop master, and then also as a set designer for it. So that was like a fun detour. Uh, You know, as I've been on my journey, it's like, what if I had decided, made the choice again to like scrap going to grad school and had followed that path because they loved me and they would have like taken me on. They were working on projects like the Jurassic World series and like 
lots yeah. of different projects. So my life, had I made the decision at that point being like, I really like these people. I'm enjoying this work. Yeah. What if I just don't go back to school? And I was like, I've already, I'm going to school. <laughs> <laughs> There's society's mindset yeah. just coming all in. <laughs> yeah. So much. So it was like, okay. So I went to school and had a lot of really good times. It was a one-year program. So it was a really intense, uh, like hit the ground running and finished with it. Yeah. And I came out and couldn't get a job. I struggled and I, it took me almost, almost a year, about like eight months to get a job. And then I landed in another in a job that was like marketing for a sparkling wine company and I mm. loved the entire premise of it but again I landed in a very abusive boss situation where I was getting screamed at on the phone like I was lo- I I was there for a total of four months and I actually was losing my hair like it was just falling out all over the place and I had really like PTSD. Once I left with my phone ringing, it took me about a year for my, like, um, for my heart not to skyrocket every time my phone came in and I kept it on silent for like a really long time because just any noise coming from it was very triggering for me. And I ended up working at a media agency for almost five years. And I, met a lot of really great people. I got to work with some great clients and that was really fun. And then due to like a restructuring, I ended up losing that job and it took me then, well, the restructuring happened in June of 2019. And Mm -hmm. so then, uh, you know, COVID came in at the beginning of 2020, which really put a damper on the job market for me. And I just struggled again. And I was like, what am I going to like, why is none of this working out? Like this shouldn't be this hard. I really didn't understand it. So I started going, okay, like what about my own business? Because I don't have to apply to like, I don't have to send applications. I don't have to get judged by anybody else on Mm -hmm. what I want to do. Like if I find my own business. So I actually started looking I was like, what if I can buy like an used bookstore? I've always loved reading and I've always loved the books. And I was like, that would be a really fun thing. And yeah, I found a couple and I was like, awesome, let's, let's go. And then they actually ended up being bought by the time, like I was looking. And so I was like, okay, that's not, that's <laughs> not it. I <laughs> Universe was like, <laughs> yeah. not that one, no. Um, and then I came across Bookstand Publishing and it was for sale from the previous owner and he had actually bought it back in 2006 from an owner prior to him. So the, the mm-hmm. business has been around for, I think we're coming up probably close to almost 20 years at this point. Oh, I think. wow. So it's been around a really long time and it just all clicked into place. Like as I was talking to the previous owner, he was like, yeah, I actually uh, had a previous buyer. It was pretty much all set to go earlier in 2020 and then it fell through. So I was like, well, there's a sign because mm-hmm. it might not have been available. And right. now it is. 
And I was fortunate enough to have my family support who loaned me the money to be able to do the initial down payment on it. And then with the owner, I negotiated to do a note payment. So I paid him a monthly amount. It's essentially like a mortgage for yeah. our um for the business. And so that was done for three years. So as of September of this year, I had officially finished paying it off. So now I own my business free and clear now, which is yay. Um, and so that was like, I jumped headfirst into business, like it self-publishing. I had absolutely like yeah. No idea like what I was doing. I didn't have a background in it. I knew, I mean, like I said, I loved reading. I had looked at publishing at one point, trying to pivot into it, you know, far back and that didn't work out. And so, I mean, I knew enough about it and I right. my skills enough to figure it out. And I did. And I kind of just, I mean, everything was brand new and figuring out. And I was coming in with projects that were already in the middle of being completed. So I was, I actually hit the ground running with like, (laughs) I think we had like, I don't know, six or seven projects that they were in the middle of when I purchased it. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, go ahead. (laughs) No, I mean, it just sounds like, so I, I mean, you bring up so many interesting things, like the first one, just being how like so many of us have a tendency to stay in situations a little bit too long, even if, you know, our soul and our energy is like wanting to have the change, needing the change, like everything around us is like kind of being torn down. We're having multiple tower moments, but there's still that little voice in our head that's like, if you change, it's going to negatively impact somebody and you've done this commitment. So you're not allowed to be happy. Like, even though we couldn't have seen it back then, cause I went through something similar, like it's wild how strong that voice can be and how it's been so ingrained to us, even as a society to like, not speak up for ourselves, not choose ourselves, that it becomes this automatic voice that kind of guides us through our life where it's like, you know, the voice of the oppressor becomes our own. Like we then oppress ourselves because of the oppressor and we carry it on and then we pass it on. <laughs> um, and I love that you shared that. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through those experiences. And I know that, you know, we've talked pretty openly about being in really rough situations, even like in college and after college and now (laughs) as like entrepreneurs and like how it's shaped us, um, but still desiring that nobody have to go through those experiences. So I guess like fast forwarding to where you are today because you're like fucking killing it (laughs) um like how is it that you've shifted your mindset because I know we've talked about this before right like how have you or have you been able to shift your mindset to a place where you're more comfortable with change or like open to change and like what have you done for yourself like do you think your spirituality played a part in that? Like you can answer it however you want, but like, how has your mindset kind of shifted from where you were at before to now? Yeah. Well, spirituality, 
100% played a part in it. Um, I hit rock bottom. That's what uh, started for me. I was depressed. I was failing. I wasn't, I guess I, to myself, I was failing. I wasn't, um, my interest in the business was gone and I couldn't get myself to do what I needed to do to keep going. And I knew that I was just going to keep spiraling. So I actually first started the, this journey that's been a little bit of a year and a half now, really intensive journey by, I came across the Enneagram and that's what started it was um, going, oh, this feels like me, like this is what I'm doing. So I actually sought out a, an Enneagram therapist specifically, and it was incredible. And it started my journey like that was kind of where it started. And then things got better mentally for me. And then they didn't because I then decided my business was struggling. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not making enough money. This isn't working. I don't know what to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look for another job because this isn't that's my, that's the easiest option at this point. Mm-hmm. Cause I really don't want to close our doors. I didn't want, like we have over 1500 authors that have published with us that are available. And I want to stay open for them so that they, their stories don't get taken away so that they get yeah. to stay and people can hopefully come across them and, you know, connect with those stories. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to look for a job and jobs are very triggering, have been very triggering for me in the past. It brings up not feeling enough, my perfectionism, mm-hmm. not being worthy of getting paid what I thought I deserved, what I needed to climb out of the debt that I had accumulated from trying to keep the business afloat. You know, I, I pulled money from credit cards in order to put money into the business. Like it, I just yeah. wrapped up my debt in order to to do that and so it just got worse and so the I've spent a year looking for a new job and every time I've probably submitted over 500 applications for jobs and it got to the point a few months ago where it's like I don't fucking understand this like how can nobody see my worth and how can I not be getting any of these like I'd interview occasionally And I got really close to one. And then the person who they were replacing decided to come back. Like weird things where like it should have been my job, like stuff was happening. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, how is this happening? And so that led me diving really deep into how I was approaching life because I was looking for meaning for why this was happening. Like, how could I be struggling this much? Like, I thought I was coming from a place of like love trying to keep this business afloat and it felt like the right thing. And I just was struggling and nothing was coming that to help me. And I felt so alone and isolated. And it was like, there has to be more than this because I'm done. Like I like was, I really was at the point where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this life thing is not for me anymore and I, I saw you 
that you you were the start of it for me. So you offered the free, uh, you know, fly with me sessions that you when you very first started. And it our session opened the door because I connected with my inner child for the first time ever. And it unlocked a piece that I didn't even know I needed. Mm. And your message, you know, like what came up in the cards was positive that like, I mean, they were, I I had the tower, I had the chariot, I had the star, like I had all these really big cards. Like if you keep going, shit is going to change and you just have to keep going. And it was life-changing because that our session was on the very first day of the women's world cup. Mm. And I, you know, that for me, I have a muscle disease. I had a muscle disease. Yeah, there we go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That uh, prevented me from playing soccer. And that was my passion. That's, that's where I thought that was my dream career was to be a professional, you know, women's soccer player. And I was good enough to do it. And yet my body said, no. And since that happened in high school, I've been lost. So all of these have led to this point in time. And the fact that our session was on the start of the Women's World Cup was another life changing because it was the first time that I watched them play and I wasn't filled with heartbreak and sadness and anger and resentment that I wasn't there, like that that wasn't my path in life Mm -hmm. and that it wasn't my path in life on purpose. Like that wasn't what I was put on this planet, this go around to do. And so I, I just started delving, you know, like I jumped in and was like, okay, tarot, like I bought my first tarot deck and I just started like going, what do I need to know? How do I do this? And, you know, how do I keep going? And I just slowly built that mm. my connection with myself again, because I had stopped listening to everything and except my mind and my mind was filled with so much hate towards myself that I couldn't see beyond it. And, you know, we just through that, through these different steps, I'm now, I, I, I don't even I don't even recognize who I was two months ago because I'm in such a drastically different place. Yeah, I like first thank you for sharing that story because it's such a powerful one. And um, I remember that session so clearly because you're the guide that was like trying to come in Um was so present like (laughs) like some I like don't always remember you know but like yours was like boom (laughs) like I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming and like as you were talking and like you were releasing and you were being vulnerable and we were like taking you on that quest and we were ascending you doing all these things and like we were sharing in these messages they were like no I need her to know that we are here and they were like kept showing up and I just remember being like whoa whoa like (laughs) and I'm like Emily they've got their arms like out wide to you ready to like embrace you and I remember telling you to like verbalize it like speak to them 
out loud and like tell them that you give them permission to show up. Like you give them permission to be in your life and to help you and to guide you. And I remember you said that you were sitting outside and then you were like talking and then a butterfly came to you. And so I was like, (laughs) I was like, it always brings me so much joy because, you know, we go our entire lives, not thinking about the one portion of our life and like our childhood that literally shaped us. And I always say, you know, like we have to do inner child work. Like there is no avoiding it. Like if we are to move forward and if we are to release our fears and heal our trauma and heal our ancestors, like how else is a child supposed to process (laughs) like all of the things that have happened, right? Like we were children. We didn't have the verbiage or the emotional capacity or understanding to like say like, Hey, this is what's going on. And it's very complex. And like, (laughs) you know, like it's rare that kids can do that. And then you need time to process that. And that's why like, we also do it as an adult. And I love that you invited that journey for yourself, you know, because you could have decided to not do a fly with me session. Like nobody, nobody made you, you know, show (laughs) up, but you were like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just going to be open and I'm, I'm going to receive it. And you're like freaking flourishing. And I, you kind of hinted at it, but like you, well, you tell them about your body. (laughs) I'm like, it's not my story to share. It's not my story to share. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so through this journey, I I'm going to, cause I, okay. So I, I'm going to get to that, but I want to touch on this real quick because it's really important. And I think more people, especially I am a white woman in our society And part of this journey was doing anti-racism work that was really important to me and really delving into that because I had shame around being a white person. And it took because of the horrors that are happening currently and have happened in the past against pretty much every other group of people on this planet. And I was giving into the shame. It kept me from taking action. It helped, my privilege allowed me to hide from it. And I no longer wanted to live like that. That's not going to ever help anybody. It wasn't actually living into my purpose either. And so I picked up books. And one of the most crucial books that I picked up was called We'll All Be Free by Caroline J. Sumlin. And she talks about how white supremacy, colonialism, capitalism feed on this idea of perfectionism, of not being enough. And these systems are in place to keep us where we currently are, all of us, because if there is a single group of us that is not free, then none of us are free because we're all held under the same systems. And it's she does it she speaks about it with such love and kindness and compassion and knowing that it is a complex issue and yet at the same time it's not because it really is just all about our humanity at the end of the day we all are human and the color of our skin shouldn't dictate anything because we're all souls here just 
you know, moving through life. And that was a really massive part of the shift was letting go of the shame and disconnecting, unlearning white supremacy and unlearning colonialism and capitalism and breaking away from those things. And it's an ongoing journey. It forever will be because I am a white woman and that that is from, that's the perspective that I'm traveling in this life through. And it is just a constant, constant journey, but I couldn't continue the path I was on without doing this work as well. Like they went hand in hand, not just for myself, like the inner child work, but this anti-racism work as well. Mm -hmm. And another great book, if you're looking, um, which blends those two topics together, spirituality and anti-racism is called The Altar Within by Juliet Diaz. And it's another beautiful work where um, she talks about how spirituality has been colonized and it isn't what it's supposed to be. And we, again, it's been manipulated and, you know, corrupted and, um, about, you know, and it's just another beautiful book. So I highly recommend that that was another one that was part of this journey. And so in doing all of this really deep work, I um, went to a spiritual fair where you were at and (laughs) (laughs) got to see your lovely face. And in doing that, I came across Yolanda Lewis and she uh, owns a business called Trinity Holistic Hypnosis. And I just immediately felt safe and connected with her. And I did a short, like 20 minute session that was like a heart connection. And it was another pivotal life-changing moment for me um, where I got to heal a part, like my four-year-old self who really needed help. And it was pivotal. And I knew that I'd be working with her, which leads you, leads me now to the question you posed about my body and what came from it. So Um, fast forward and I've now, I just was working with Yolanda and I did my very first hypnotherapy session with her and I had no idea what was going to happen. What I really thought I was really going to talk to my ancestors. I thought that was the direction it was going to go. And what ended up coming to, to the forefront was that I had eight other energies that were tied to me from the time I was born. I had had all of these. I had an old man who had died in a car crash. I had a couple who had died in a car crash. I had a murderer tied to me. I had a woman who committed, who overdosed and left her three children um, in doing so. And I had somebody who was shot and I had all of these really intense energies that were tied. And so as in my session, we spoke to each of them and we, you know, helped send them and, you know, talk to them, like, who, who did you leave behind? What happened? And then part of the question, one of the questions was, how have you been impacting Emily? And all of them were pretty much for the negative in some way, like they were impacting, like my emotions, my, like, have had lots of suicidal thoughts, you know, over the years, like that was coming from um, Tiana, who had um, overdosed, and 
I, one of them said that they had impacted my muscles. And so we, you know, released them and sent them back so they can now live their best, you know, lives on the other side and no longer are tied to this human realm that we're in. And that in and of itself was massive. Um, Yolanda had said that she had never worked with anybody that had eight energies. <laughs> Apparently that's a, a lot. Like most people, like two yeah. is not if you have them. So let alone eight. Um, and when I was coming out of it, like acclimating to this new body that I was existing in because I no longer had eight other entities tied to me that were impacting. So I have now been living a month of, do I like these foods still? Like, does this taste the same as it used to? I, you know, like, can I, I haven't ever had allergies, but I've had a bit like wine, certain wines with higher sulfates give me headaches and I've had issues. And I discovered recently that a wine that used to do that doesn't do that anymore um, to me. So that was, you know, one of the things, but like my whole life changed and all of a sudden I was just me. And one of the first things that I realized happened was that I had cured my muscle disease in doing this. <laughs> I was like, I can't she says it. <laughs> and it still feels surreal to say that I don't, I don't have it anymore. I get uh, super emotional talking about it because I spent 34 years. Um, my entire life was dictated to it from, you know, like carrying groceries in could create a minor like attack for me or, you know, like walking and I just eliminate like there were so many things in my life that I never thought I was ever going to be able to do because it was that um debilitating with things like I could I can walk but I can't walk too fast and it can't be in heat and there are lots of things and just you know like even down to I did I didn't do my hair in fancy styles because I couldn't keep my hands up long enough to like braid my hair really like it was you know that down to things like that and all of a sudden after doing that session I, I can, I can do, you know, I can do whatever I want now. And it's learning to exist in a body that can do that and being kind to myself. Cause I went hard, too hard on an exercise video. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember so, you telling me that I also did the same thing that same day. So <laughs> same page. Uh, so it's, you know, but I get to do things. I'm doing things that I have never ever been able to do in my life um recently and it'll just continue to get better and for you know as I've expressed to Yolanda I will forever be grateful to her for creating a space that made me feel safe and I'm grateful for myself for being willing to take that journey because it was scary as all get out and I didn't know what was going to come up and what was going to happen and it was a fucking like miracle like I still like, I, I don't know, there just aren't even words like I just don't even really believe that it happened. And yet I'm walking proof that it, it, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking wild. Like I, it's giving me chills again, every time I hear it. And 
you know, I don't think that people talk enough about the impact of working with energy in general or working with ancestors or your own body. Like, yeah, even if you look at it through a scientific lens, like everything is made of energy. And so energy is constantly interacting with other energy. And so things will become attached and it works the same way in spirituality. Same thing with spirits attached to you, different lineages, timelines, like time doesn't really exist. So everything happens at once. Um, and we're definitely need to put Yolanda's information in the show notes because they are fucking powerful and she's just a very kind soul. And I've talked to her many, many, many times. Um, and I want to make sure that people can also meet with her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you have been on such a journey and it just goes to show what really happens when you truly commit to taking care of yourself down to, you know, you were meditating, you were releasing, you were loving yourself, you were open to not like literally going on the journey. (laughs) Like (laughs) what was hilarious is that, you know, it was my first new earth event by myself because usually my partner was there and you were like, me and my sister are coming. And then I cried and then we were crying and then it was like (laughs) all this releasing. (laughs) But then like, that was the perfect environment for you to meet Yolanda. And then like, you know, it's been like such a beautiful journey because when you start to just let go of trying to plan everything in your life, you know, the universe and your guides and your ancestors are kind of there to like usher you through. And it seems like, like freaky alignment, (laughs) freakish timing, but they're doing it (laughs) on purpose to help you. Right. Like you never would have imagined like curing this disease that was in you. And now we're starting to see more studies coming out where people do have the power to heal their body with meditation, with energy work. And I don't think it's any coincidence that you're seeing more and more healers kind of pop out of the woodworks because it's so needed, right? We're all being awakened. We're all being called to do it. Like you're a healer. That's why you are also getting healed. Like it's like just a beautiful chain um of events and also just really beautiful that you know Yolanda is the type of healer which I freaking love to be able to take the spirits or energies or entities that were with you and to usher them into the next life you know into their their peace and their happiness because not a lot of healers do that like sometimes they will remove things but then they don't help the soul move on or put them to rest or um like because sometimes souls will get stuck in a certain stage of their life right like that was why you were experiencing all of that muscle issues and disease because they're stuck on a loop and so really good healers really like ethical healers will go in and take that person out get them out of their loop and then send them on to be happy and so it's just really fucking cool that like the fact that you were open to it, like you not only physically healed your body, <laughs> like, and I also want to say, cause we're going to get into manifestation next. Okay. <laughs> but you like physically healed your body and you were able to heal other energies as well, which is also going to heal their own line. So it's like, it's very important that we're really intentional about how we show up for ourselves, even if it's not in the 3d realm, but like 
loving each other and you know you did the anti-racism work which is so important and so that's going to change for your lineage and people hearing this podcast like it's such a ripple effect and it's I just wanted to draw a lot of attention to that because (laughs) spirituality like you said has it it needs a lot of work um it needs it needs a lot of attention and it's time that we do that and seeing the events that are happening globally i think it's bringing even more of an intense lens on to the truth of what people need and how we need to change and come together as a collective and like really do the healing so we can show up and help the world right like and i know that's something that you and i have really aligned on of you know yes we perhaps will have our 9 to 5s and you know like and there's no shade with having a nine to five as an entrepreneur, which I know we wanted to talk about. Right. And it's like, but we're also going to move forward with our gifts and our healing so we can make a larger impact. And that's why, you know, (laughs) we'll be like, we're going to buckle the hell down for a week and we're going to like dig into our shadow, like release it and then like fly forward so we can really start changing the world. And so I just want to say like, it's such an honorable thing to do. And I'm so glad you're sharing that story because I think a lot of people need to hear that and understand that you have to be intentional about it. Like you, like we can't change the world unless you choose to change yourself. Like you have to consciously make that decision and go towards it. Um, And I think a lot of people, since you mentioned privilege, have had the privilege to opt out. Like we're in the United States. We do have the privilege to opt out because we're not there, right? Like, so it's like, we need to understand that just because we can have access to that privilege doesn't mean that we should take it. Like, you know, like we need to not (laughs) do that anymore so we can get up and save these people and like literally help the world. Like, like enough is enough. So I just wanted to to touch on that um, because I do want to talk about like where you're at with your manifesting and what has really come from your healing, but wasn't sure if you needed to add anything. <laughs> no, I love all of that. Like you said, I think the key piece to making the world better is the your own healing, because even with the best intentions, if you haven't done your own healing, you're going to, you're going to continue the harm because you haven't done your work and Mm -hmm. it's that simple. And I, you know, yeah, that's it. It, And it's a lifelong journey. Like this isn't like something that I get to just because now I've spent, you know, a handful of months or a handful of years doing that. I get to stop doing this is like a, it's a lifelong commitment because I am human. And at some point I probably am going to make a mistake and I'm, you know, going to need to like, go, okay, that's, I've learned it and move on. And that's part understanding that it's okay to have that happen is part of that healing because white supremacy tells us you have to be perfect. And if you can't be perfect, don't even bother trying. And that does nobody any good. It, Mm -hmm. it doesn't help. And, um, so yeah, I think that that was it to, you know, (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm here. Sorry. I'm like, don't get me started. I can go. I know. I'm like, for anybody who doesn't know us, like Emily and I will get real riled up and we'll be like, we're taking on the world right now, which is where our energy has been at. Um, So 
talk to us about where your life is right now, what's been going on for you, because I do want to bring in some manifestation stuff and like how you've really grown your spirituality because the wildest things have been happening. And I think people would love to hear about it as someone like I consider you someone who is very spiritual, but also an activist and like an entrepreneur and all of these other things. But I think the three main things, like you're very spiritual, you know, you also have your craft and your ancestor work and um, you have your business, but you're an activist. Like, and you can see that from your page, like you're constantly sharing resources for people to wake the fuck up. So, so it's like, (laughs) talk to us about like where you're at right now with your spirituality and manifesting and whatever comes to your heart, you know, we keep it open. Um, well, I now know why I never got a job. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's come to uh fruition in the last week is I know why every single door closed because it's what pushed me onto that journey. Had I gotten a job six months ago, I wouldn't have been in this moment right now. And the magic that I am now experiencing on a daily basis is worth the last, the pain of the last 34 years, because I've now seen what is in store for me in the future and how happy and joyous and peaceful and that I get, I can accept love and I can give love. And Mm -hmm. that's what my future holds because of this past path that I've taken. And so I, um, now am going to like my business is like, we're, I'm still working on the business. That's going to stay. We have kind of a new business that's coming in to plan. There's a move happening that we're going to, you know, that's going to come in and is part of that healing journey that we're on. And I mean, it just comes down to the fact that that's why all of these doors have stayed closed. So I think with the manifestation, sorry, I like had to pause there to like, no, get, like no, where did sorry. I want to go with that? <laughs> yeah, no, do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I don't know. Manifestations. Okay. How about this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Entre- <laughs> Entrepreneur. There's so much. I don't even I know. know. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out what to talk about because For anybody who's listening, Emily and I work together very closely and we have a really amazing project coming. And so we're like, how do we uh, uh, talk about this (laughs) until it's ready? (laughs) So we're getting a little bit choppy, but I guess maybe we can talk about since a lot of entrepreneurs are wanting to manifest their wildest dreams. We're also in a giant portal right now between November and February. There's also accelerated manifestation. So what kind of signs and things have you gotten or like you want to talk about that can maybe help someone recognize their own manifestations and to like be comfortable sitting in like, cause I know the job situation has happened for so many people and it's also happened for me, um, being comfortable in that energy and really shifting towards the synchronicities and following <laughs> them, right? Like what, like anything you want yeah. to talk about in that realm. Okay. Um, I think the first thing is doing the work to get clear about what you're wanting. 
Um, so it is, it feels, I have struggled with so long with like, what is, what do I really want? Like, do I need to know exactly what this like house looks like or that I want to manifest? Do I need to know like what my exact partner looks like or like any, like my ideal job, but I love doing so many different things. Like I love learning. I love trying new things that, so it was always overwhelming when somebody was like, in order to manifest, you have to get really specific. And I was like, I don't know what that looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Stop telling me I have to get specific. Yeah. But the, the, it comes down to finding what like sets your soul on fire a little bit like what when you think of like if you could wave your magic wand and do something what does that look like like if you immediately like if you were like I want to do x y and z and you the next day woke up with the right skills the right like community the right every like everything just lined up what would you do and if what you're doing right now is that then perfect. Now lean into that even more. And like, how do you grow it? How, whatever that is, how do you expand on that? If you're not doing it, what does like, what does that look like? You know, what piece of that is driving it? And then the biggest thing and the hardest thing for me was the surrender manifestation, leaning into surrender manifestation, which is once you have some clarity and you put it, you write it down. I always find writing things down to be the Mm -hmm. most helpful. It helps solidify it for me. Um, And you get clear and then you have to surrender. You have to go, I create, you know, like I, um, so actually a manifestation that I worked on was I wanted to know what my next steps were and kind of where my future was going to go by the 15th of November And in the last couple of days, once I got (laughs) clear with that, the last two days have made it very clear what the next steps I need to do are. And that's how fast it can work sometimes. Sometimes it might not kick in that fast, but it did this time. And I now am very clear on what I need to do. And part of it is because I leaned in. So signs for me have been like, um, I have an app that gives me um like I don't, manifest or manifest affirmations maybe affirmations. Yeah, affirmations um and they just are lining up perfectly with so what's wild. happening I my decks like I have a couple oracle decks and they just keep coming like today I pulled I am receptive you know so it's <laughs> like <laughs> Like the, you know, it's little things like that. Like pay attention. Is there like a key phrase that keeps popping up? I wild has put like the last like mm-hmm. two and a half weeks for me. Wild is showing up everywhere. I'm saying it a lot. It's mm-hmm. coming up in phrases and books. Like it's just there. Um, one of the symbols too, uh, Persephone has been something. So I'm seeing a lot of pomegranates. Yeah, <laughs> um, foxes, butterflies. Um, yeah, you someone know. literally gave you pomegranates. Yeah, I literally <laughs> I got handed three pomegranates. The number three for me too is really powerful. 
Um, and that shows up a lot in all the time. So that's, it's, it starts with like paying attention. So th the clarity comes because then it allows you to look at things, right? It changes your perspective on it. Yeah. And all of a sudden you go, okay, this is what I'm going towards. And then, you know, say you're like wanting to open your own design business. Okay. Well, all of a sudden you like an ad pops through, like how to design your own business or like, you know, there's this like, you know, person pops up in your email address or you get like something comes through a friend posts about something on their account that's about design and you start seeing the signs coming through mm -hmm. and you lean into the fact that you've now declared what you wanted so mm -hmm. you have to let the universe do its work yeah you have to freaking let go and letting go is so hard <laughs> and yet it's where all the magic is and yes. I wouldn't change any of it because I've leaned in hard this last week into letting go I was told I would have a job and it was going to be potentially in this like location and in this location is now where um I don't know if this job is going to come through, but something else is happening in this location and yes. it's through real fast <laughs> and it's, you know, like it just, I, when you lean in is really where the magic happens. It really starts to come and it just makes life more fun. I, I've spent 34 years hating life, literally feeling like what is the purpose? How is this all there is? There's, this is terrible. It's awful. Like people hurt all the time. Like people, mm -hmm. I've, I've been struggling to survive for 34 years and never felt safe and never felt comfortable really until right now. And even though there's so much up in the air, like there, I feel safe because I'm trusting that my purpose is going to propel me into these next steps. And I'm taken care of by the universe, by my ancestors, by my guides, my galactic team. Like I, there are so many people who are a part of this process. And I know that. They kicked me out. <laughs> you can keep going. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> keep going. Okay. My camera was like, I'm too hot. <laughs> um, but it just is easy to lean into it. And now, like, it's it's easier. Every day it gets easier because it's important to me to continue because I'm seeing the magic. I'm seeing the synchronicities. Yeah. You and me, I, like, I can't wait for us to be able to share, like, when we're on the other side of this, all the shit that lined up and how it all came together because it's fucking it's it's wild it's it wild imagine. like <laughs> there isn't another way for it and like word for it and it just if we like when we tell the story it's gonna sound crazy like it's gonna sound fucking crazy yeah and I know it's real it's so real and I just I I never saw 
this as my life and my life is already better than it has ever been. And most of the things that are coming haven't even like happened yet. And it's still so much better. Yeah. I love how you mentioned just like all of the small synchronicities that'll help you recognize the bigger synchronicities. Cause sometimes like the universe will scream at you and sometimes it's like really fucking subtle, but you have to like, when you talk about surrendering and, you know, surrender manifestation, like you have to let go of almost seeing the world. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to zoom out and like start to realize that there's going to be messages in different places. And like, sometimes they'll be really obvious. Like when we were at new earth and then that producer walks up and then we're, you know, like all of us are like, huh? (laughs) Right. And then it like kept evolving and evolving and evolving. And then, you know, we're pulling cards and, you know, it'll be like five, five, five and change. And like, you're making the right decision. And then a song will be, will song, the song will be about like new beginnings. And, and so we're like, okay, like we just need to keep going. We have to keep believing um, and keep healing. And I think what's been so important on like this manifestation journey is this, that we do have each other. So like having a community that you can actually talk to about it is really important because, you know, for example, like, you know, we kept getting messages that we needed to tap into our intuition and like slow down and like do these things. And then, you know, my good friend Azure, you know, sent me this picture and it was the high priestess. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And so then I like (laughs) sent her a screenshot of my phone. and I literally had gotten a message from some on telegram and it said the high priestess and then we did that reading and then out comes the high priestess and then you were talking about the high priestess and I was like okay we need to sit down and like really really focus um and it becomes like really fun and also reassuring that things are changing around you because I think that's what is the hardest part in terms of surrendering and like trusting that everything's going to work out. Okay. Is that your like external reality doesn't quite change until it does like Mm -hmm. literally like you and I, and like some of my other friends, I'm like, this is why we're all getting pieced together like this. And, you know, we were talking about needing tech help. And then my tech friend is like, hi, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't talked to them in literal months. And so it's like the universe just starts like putting these things out for you. But the fact that you and I can talk to each other and talk to each other on the days where we're like, damn, like my ego is really kicking my ass right now. And like, I don't know what to do about it. I'm going to go outside. Um, I'm going to meditate. And then you and I can talk about it because you know, and I'll just share a little bit about the meeting we had recently of like, we got off the call and I had told you, you know, like my ego had shifted in and I started to feel like my worth was going down. Like I was, I like, it was like, I, I didn't feel good enough to be in that call for very specific reasons. And then you were like, that's wild because I had felt like I couldn't be in the call. (laughs) I don't feel like my spiritual gifts are like worth. And and then we were able to like have that exchange of like, we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like, you're so fucking psyched, like all all these things. So it's so great when you can have 
community around you that is on the same page in the sense that they're there to love you in like an unconditional sense because then you can elevate together and have that security that you and I have or that you know like I have with Meg and now you have with Karina and like all these other healers and all these like women who are coming together and like no we're gonna forge our own path like we were able to manifest that and found that and now we have people to also lean on just like they can lean on us and do amazing things and manifest at the same time a really big fucking opportunity (laughs) but it's like I'm just like ah take a deep breath Alicia take a deep breath um and it's it's gonna be so cool and you know like what's been happening for me is you know and I'll share a little bit about how messages come to me it's sometimes they're literal like things in my body will where they'll just drop in like how I was telling you about um which I'm okay sharing because I've shared it before that I've been wanting to write a book and all these things. And then I was sitting there and I was like, oh, Emily, my book, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, I think it's going to be a movie or something like that. Like something cool, (laughs) you know? And then you're like, okay, (laughs) you know, like it just popped in my head. And then I talked to my friend Karina. She was like, oh my God, we need to make it into a movie because Karina does (laughs) film. And so then it's like, you know, all these fun things start to happen. And what's also kind of neat is that the universe can also shift things. Like it's like, maybe they say that now, but then it shifts and evolves into something else because your energy starts to change and it starts to elevate. And then they give you a different opportunity that you're like, what do I decide? I've got all these opportunities. (laughs) So it's just like a really fun and beautiful, you know, place to be in, especially because we're all, creative like and we're not allowing our ego to tell us no anymore and we're not accepting it from society and like following those norms anymore (laughs) and you know like and just going back to the nine to five just how you know we had talked about getting nine to fives and like also honoring the fact that we were okay with having that stability and wanted that stability and it's okay to be on that journey as an entrepreneur because you can have a nine to five and still do things that you love. Just like people have a nine to five and have a weekend. So, you know, it's, I think a lot of entrepreneurs also carry a lot of shame with like being in the workplace, but you know, even for myself, it wasn't like (laughs) I had planned to leave my job. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was like, I'm going to start my business. It was like, no, I was in my nine to five. And then an idea popped up. And then I started my business and then shit went down (laughs) at my job. And then I went to another job. And so I, you know, it was like, you can do two things at once and you can still manifest stuff that way. And then sometimes the universe will start shutting doors on you until you like (laughs) go towards like where you're meant to be because you start like radiating so largely and they're like, now we're just going to, we're just going to kick you out the door. Um, But I think it's just really cool too, to share, you know, just how signs show up. And um, I know that at every new earth event that I've, been at like that producer like people just show up physical people show up to deliver messages which I've never seen <laughs> before <laughs> shocking but it's also kind of fun you know and you're like 
I see you ancestors or like, I see you universe, you know, you've, you've really got my back and you've got the back of all these other people and like being in those spaces, even that you got to meet Yolanda in, it's like, you feel so safe because people are fully energetically open to receiving blessings and love on our, on our literally interested in being there for each other so it was like we could have those conversations of like oh my gosh life is so magical isn't it and then you like realize <laughs> you're talking to this person and they have like a giant butterfly tattoo and you're like yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> you know it's like an addiction and you're like yeah. I just have love life and I didn't know life could be like this and same thing like um you know life can really knock you down but when you start to surrender and find that joy within yourself. Like it's like literally possibilities are, are endless. And yeah, it's just such a magical, magical journey. Um, I was trying to think like, no, I feel like those are all the <laughs> like biggest <laughs> manifestations that have really happened. But, and, and like what we're also doing is you know, we have also been wanting to improve on our health um, and like our mental health and our physical health. So we're talking with each other and like really encouraging each other every single morning because, you know, we're reframing our mindset and reframing our energy. And so we're like sending all these long audio messages and we're like, oh, you know, like I'm on my walk today and it's so great. And, I, and, I'm like, <laughs> and then we're like, I have all these ideas. I'm going to put them on the board that we have. And what? like, it's like, that's how it is every morning. So that it's yeah. that's how our energy is. And then we're like, okay, good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then we pass out <laughs> yeah. we pass out and then we're like oh my gosh you know what happened <laughs> it's like it just becomes so contagious but honestly like I just encourage everybody who's listening to just freaking follow the signs because you will literally be the happiest person and trust me you will never laugh as hard as <laughs> like you've right. laughed in your whole life like <laughs> I know you mentioned that recently and because the signs become so blatant that you're like I get it <laughs> okay? like, I love it like I don't want them to stop like I want them to keep going I'm asking them like yes the signs like it makes me feel good like I, I yeah. like it. So <laughs> then, yeah you'll be like oh I just got this and I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me and I'm like this person <laughs> told me a joke hilarious and I'm like oh they sent me that sign already and I missed it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do want to just touch real fast on um that stepping into this joy is beautiful because it allows you to give space to leave space for the pain and the hurt of other people because it I want it in the world that we're living in right now, there is so much pain and suffering and it feels very overwhelming on how do we make a difference? How do we change what's happening? And we're as an individual person, our, our impact is on a, on a smaller scale, but if you can lean into the joy and lean into these small things that actually make life worth continuing to push and to live for, then you can leave space for that pain and the suffering that's happening to multiple groups of people right now. And you get to step up even more. Like it really like 
I think that's one of the biggest shifts that's happened for me is like in finding the magic and the joy and the fun of everyday life, I have more energy and more ability to actually step Mm -hmm. up and be the voice for people that don't have voices or to share or to sit in those spaces and to face what's happening rather than wanting to hide because I'm in such a negative space myself. Um, And I think that's one of the biggest pieces of this puzzle that I've like come to realize because I've never existed in this space before. Like this is brand new to like have the, these feelings, you know, like to live in joy and to find, and to think life is fun. Um, I know it sounds weird given what's happening, but how we're going to heal, I believe is in, helping everybody get to that level and that because then we all have space to continue to stand up for when things happen right Mm -hmm. like be the voice and to you know do the protests and to fight and to do what's right and to break from the chains that our world and our society has placed on every single one of us um and there's so much beauty in that and that in doing so, we get to create a community that is striving to become better than we have been. Yes. Thank you so much for adding that in. And it just makes me think of also like how complex like manifesting is, you know, because you do have to have that heightened sense of joy and love, like that high frequency. And like you're saying, like you do need to have the other space so that, you know, we can keep moving forward and acknowledge the pain and help make an impact and go out and fight. And we also need to be able to have that space where we can guide ourselves or be guided with love. Like the right energy needs to be able to come forward, but we have to be able to find it within ourselves. And I think what you're saying is it's just such a beautiful, like, reflection because it's it's really true and i and i think that like while we are having this fun you know at, like all of this is coming down to what we are about to bring into the world that are it's going to help thousands of people like it's going to keep people from doing what they're doing internationally with you know the genocide and everything and so um i think there's also like a sense of permission that needs to be given to women to connect on like a loving and open and joyful way so we can collaborate. And like you're saying, you know, get together and like dream and like go out and fight and like do what we can boots on the ground. But also remember that we can't manifest the impact that we want in the world from a really low vibrational place. Like you were saying, you know, like, we can't go out and fight that way. Like good never comes from that. And it's, it's exhausting. And so we have to be able to take care of ourselves. And I think that's, what's also really driven me lately too, of like, if I go to bed, when I go to bed, then I can like really finish my book. If I go to bed and I eat, then I can stay focused. If I take care of myself and talk to you and like we encourage each other then I know we can get through this project faster than you know we've even dreamed of and I know that we can receive our manifestations even faster so it's like it's like it feels odd to like 
feel happy, like you're saying, and feel that joy and also have an, like, an impact. It's almost like, I think for a long time, like activists have always been painted as being like too, like, I, like it's almost like they're painted very negatively, like they're angry mm-hmm. people, but that's not yeah. really the case. Like a lot of activists navigate the world from a very loving place. That is why they are so activated. And yeah. so I think like you just saying that is such a beautiful door to open for everybody and like take a different perspective on what activism means to you and realizing that these people who are activating and are out there with boots on the ground, like you can do that too. The love and compassion that you have can evolve and alchemize itself into an even bigger impact if you just allow it to and you like are able to receive, which I know (laughs) we've been working on. (laughs) But like, it's so, 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 so huge. And I just want to say like, thank you for pointing that out and sharing that because I think, even as, you know, femme presenting people or me being a femme presenting person who identifies as black and also queer, like my path also has unique experiences that are a lot more challenging. And so there's, you know, that sense of resistance of me just going outside and (laughs) wanting to interact with other people because of that historical trauma and the fear, right? So then it's like, we have to be able to heal that and still face the love within ourselves and know that it still exists and that we deserve that love so we can go help other people and share that love and liberate um other folks and souls <laughs> energy everywhere actually um I went on a long tangent but that just like thank yeah. you for sharing that I really oh. appreciate it. <laughs> oh, awesome. no I that everything you said was beautiful it is a it's a yes and situation. Every everything that's happening in the world right now is a yes and. The Jewish people are hurting. Yes, and Palestinian people are hurting. And freedom needs to like come. And it's just it's all yes and. Everybody can hurt. Like so many people are hurting and nobody's pain is being set aside because of it, but it is it there's there's priorities that come into play for certain things, I think. And it's just a yes and yes. And we are existing with pain and sorrow and anger that's happening. And we get to exist with joy and happiness and dreaming. And it's, it's not an, it's not a either or situation. I think we get so closed in that you can either have this or you can have this. And I think the key to everything is a yes and approach. Like, yes, this is true. (laughs) And this is true. Even if they sometimes seem like opposites. Right. I love that. Thank you for, you know, going into detail with that. Cause I think, you know, this world has a tendency to be very divisive and feeling like we have to choose, but we can literally elevate ourselves if we stop choosing And we just start respecting each other and loving each other on a very collective and whole level and unconditionally so we can actually make the change that we are wanting to see. So this has been such a magical (laughs) conversation. Like way over. (laughs) I know. I don't even care because it's it's great. Um, And is there anything you want to share 
like about your business or anything? I mean, everything's fucking evolving. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know what's going on. Um, yeah, whatever you want to share before we head out. I don't really, I just, you know, try to find some magic in your day. I think that's the little thing. And um, yeah, I mean, you can, you can find me at Bookstand Publishing if you want to, you know, learn anymore. But I, this biggest journey, like this isn't really even about my business. This has been personal and I, you know, I'm so grateful for you. Like, you know, we've talked about this, but I love you so much. And I, the work you're doing is so powerful and so important. And I hope people continue to see that and, you know, continue to flock to you because um, you're amazing. And I just appreciate the space to kind of use my voice today. <laughs> Yay. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm not going to cry on camera. No, I um, thank you so much for saying that. And if anyone would like to contact Emily, I will put her information in the show notes and I appreciate you and I love you as well. And I cannot wait for this new project to officially be able to be spoken <laughs> about um, so we can share it with the world. And if anyone is needing um, a safe space held for them. They want to work on their inner child. They want to ascend. They want to truly release and align with their purpose. Definitely let me know all my information's in the show notes. I highly recommend doing a 60 minute fly with me session. It will literally change your life. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> yes, it, like I am very intentional about the work that I share and we go very deep and we heal very quickly. And it's just a really beautiful journey to start. Like, look what you're fucking manifesting now. Um, so that will also be in the show notes. So thank you, Emily, for being here. And thank you so much for everyone to just like, thanks for being you world, like, and keep showing up in a really beautiful light. And if you are enjoying this podcast, like I really encourage you to become a subscriber. Um, it really helps keep the podcast going and keep guests on the show. Um, I really appreciate the link is also there for you to support. So I'm sending you all lots of love, Emily. Thank you again. And I will talk to you all very soon hey if you're ready to ascend to happiness and live the life you've always wanted join me in my empowered living facebook group for socially conscious healers witches and spirituals and sign up to get my free empowered five practices to ascended happiness guide it's helped others expand their consciousness and soar beyond sight sound and imagination in just one day it's the catalyst you need to embrace your magic and change the world. Just click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the group next time.